Hey, welcome to Film Friends. I'm your host, Jordan Smith, and with me, as always, the wonderful co-host, Kate Eingorn. Well, how do you do? And our our partner in crime, Ooh. Matt Bailey. Good morning, <laughs> Vietnam. <laughs> um, yeah, this is a rare morning episode. I would say it's like early afternoon. Oh, I would too. It's after twelve. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm on West Coast time. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. 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 Um, well, hey guys, welcome back. This is our Bob Kuchenberg episode. Cooch. Football. Football, you got it. Number 67 for the Miami Dolphins. Ah, go Dolphins. Shout out Kyle Gore. Um, so, so, yeah, episode number 67. I don't know do the international dial code. There wasn't any listed. So Damn. So, <laughs> let's give it a shot. Should we like? Should I Google <laughs> it to see if there's up? Should we just call a number? <laughs> yeah. Let me see real fast. But in the meantime... Hold on. Um, In the meantime, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> hold on to your seats. It um, is the number of counties in Alabama, Florida, <laughs> and Pennsylvania. Is there a reason for that? I don't know. It's weird that there's the same amount. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it is what you know when you you um, dial star sixty seven to block your phone number. Ooh. Only in the U S. though, apparently. It's okay. um, the number of throws in judo. Wait, is it the international dial code for, for the United you, States? <laughs> for the secret part of the oh, United shit. States? Um, I don't think I know inter- what an international dial code yeah, is. I think the United States is just one. I don't think there is a 67 for international dial code. Um, and then it is the 19th prime number. Nice. Oh, we, we love, love prime numbers. Wait, we it love gets that. better. It's not only <laughs> is just... Is it a twin prime? No, wait, it's not. Wait, <laughs> no, it's not. wait. So it's not only a pri- the 19th prime number. It's also a lucky prime number and an irregular prime number. What does that mean, Jordan? <laughs> Come on, Yo, math man. I don't think I've ever heard of a lucky prime number. <laughs> is that just your lucky <laughs> prime number? <laughs> I don't know. I saw it on the it internet. It is also my lucky prime <laughs> number. <laughs> Ooh, I got to get me a, a lucky prime number. <laughs> cool. Um, is That's that everything it. for 67? 67's Boy, pretty uh, mild. I Well, see, I was going to go the opposite. Uh, I, I didn't think had 67 had it in it. It has a little bit, <laughs> but it's it doesn't represent a country. It's a lucky number. It's a it's a wild card for sure. Is it because if you add six and seven together, you get thirteen, which is unlucky? Or is it because <laughs> six eight seven? I don't know. That might be why. Mm. Are you trying to six, sing the seventy six or something? No, what's that joke? Because seven eight nine. Uh, yeah. But I'm, that doesn't make sense of this at all. All right. Well, <laughs> even involved. Six isn't even a culprit in that story. Yeah. Guys, we haven't we haven't sat at the table. We haven't been in the studio in two, two weeks. weeks. It's wild. Bailey's got a sick hat. I haven't seen Jordan. I haven't talked. Jordan hasn't responded to any messages in weeks. I um. Jordan's my roommate. He went and rogue. I see him <laughs> well, I like tweet. I've been tweeting a lot more than usual. Really? Um, really? So I feel like the need to get off the grid. So that's why I haven't been on he my He tweeted phone at the Believer magazine. Yeah, I saw did. that. And 
They love. I was it. about to not endorse it. <laughs> <laughs> Film Friends does not endorse it. Um, but yeah, we haven't been together in a while. Uh, we've been doing doing our thing. But um, you may be thinking, but guys, you put out an episode last week. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. <laughs> we uh, we had an. If you didn't check it out yet, check it out. Interview with director DJ Amerson. Um, he was awesome. It was a fun time, and uh, definitely check out his movie. Check out his Instagram. Um, new converted hater. Yeah, he's a new hater. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it really made us realize that we enjoy doing interviews. So we're gonna try to. Uh, so enjoy. come at us, bro. Yeah, so come at us, bro. <laughs> um, but we're gonna try to do a couple more this year too. Um, so yeah, it was fun. But yeah, we haven't been in the studio in a while, so there has to be. Has to be a personal corner. I mean, does anyone want to get? I in don't the corner? like when you force us into the personal yeah. corner. Yeah, let the personal corner Corners come just out. become natural. You try to do it every week, and it grinds my freaking gears, man. Because I'm like, let it come, man. Okay. <laughs> I just became the dude from fucking yeah. Big Lebowski. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess there's no personal <laughs> corner. I guess that was the personal corner. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. What well, grinds Kate's gears? Um, but. Also, a little more business up at the top here, um, as you guys are squeezing the stress balls <laughs> at the the, uh, the table. Um, t-shirts are in. They're in. They're they are. They're well, get- I don't have them yet, but I'm going to get them <laughs> okay, today. Cool, cool. And then when is this? While this when this comes out, they'll probably be either shipped or ready to be shipped. They'll they'll be shipped out this week. Okay, cool. The so. DVD selection is being made. Yeah, I yeah. just made the DVD selection on my end. What I, I guess I'll up. put a. I guess I'll you, donate a couple stu- more. Yeah, you're making him put. Oh, I could I could put more. <laughs> in. I could put, put more than you. Yeah, so I was looking at my collection, and there's some that I'm like, ah, oh, dude, somebody, somebody would away. love it. But then there's some things I'm like, oh, I want to keep. Hey. Like, I need to keep little Nikki. <laughs> Maybe I'll throw in one of mine because I have a very small ooh, collection, okay. but I can throw one of mine in. I have a ton I can throw in. So you, if you guys are feeling like you don't want to throw as many, and I give a lot. Most of mine are like 80s, 90s comedies and Disney movies. Well, I was definitely going to throw one in, and then I realized, oh, it's not even mine. It's yours, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, Damn. It was, it was going to be Crimson Peak. Oof. Oof. Yo, I huh. saw you got the uh, collector's edition. Collector's edition. Yeah, it looks dope. From Arrow, I guess is the yeah company. Very cool. It yeah. looks awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Crimson Peak's getting a lot of hype recently for some really? reason. Maybe because of that new one coming uh, out that looks sick. Well, that, but also I think it was because of this like new Blu-ray uh, release yeah, that Arrow did. But um, I just see it on on the the internet a lot. Like people saying the. The unspoken masterpiece. It's a very like, divisive movie. Yeah. Like, it is. You either love it or you hate it. I have it. to watch it again I because do too. I was just, and I was disappointed in myself for not liking it. I think. Yeah, you know, and so so was I. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, the other thing is like, if you follow like Guillermo del Toro on Twitter, like yeah. anyone who hypes it, he like retweets. Like he's he's like says that's one of his favorite movies yeah. that he's made yeah. for sure. So I have to give it another shot. I do. Give I mean, same. <laughs> um, cool. So, yeah, T-shirts should be coming out soon. So, uh, I guess pay attention to your mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> Give your mailbox some love. Pay yeah, attention to it. Just pay attention to it. Go visit it. Um, 
Any other business, guys? I know it's it's been two weeks, but... Uh, have you guys seen anything in the past two weeks that made you say, have any sort of feelings? Um, um, well, Kate, uh, since we're yes. best friends, recently <laughs> bought me uh, a really, really cool gift, Ingmar Bergman's, all of his films from Criterion. And so I'm embarking on watching all of those. There's 60 of them. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, wow all in swedish so oh really i should are they all swedish yeah um actually i think i think so i actually I don't so. know but i don't know if wild. like fanny and alexander like his later ones are but um i started with the first one and you know what i actually enjoyed it 1955 smiles of a summer night it's cool the swedish accent is wild, is wild. Mm-hmm. um it's gonna be it's going to be tough for me to adjust that. Did you watch it with subtitles or no? <laughs> no subtitles. <laughs> Didn't have <laughs> a context. fucking clue what was going <laughs> All on. All context. <laughs> um, um, but no, it was cool. So it's, it's going to be it's gonna be fun. That's really... I watched some of that with you. I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, it was <clears throat> I saw Silver Lining's playbook for the first time. Did you love it? I liked it. I didn't love it. Bradley Cooper. I love him. Um, I guess you're a Jennifer Lawrence hater. Not yeah. Je- I kind of am. am. Yeah. I kind of am. <laughs> um, saw Game Night. That was fun. Yeah. Solo was was Solo. And like Solo. Like the Star Wars movie. Oh, I liked that. I thought it was fun. I liked the ending. And the ending's the best part. And I was sure. like, yo, yeah. what are they going to do? Like, I feel like they need to do something. Like, have another one or, like... Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, I mean, it ties it in. It really hangs you. But it kind of, like, lets you go where the original <laughs> ones were. Like, it sets you up there. Oh, uh, kind of. Where he, like, wins the ship back and, like, all that jazz. But it it's leaves you like, hanging. There's it's a just little... like... I guess there could be a part two which is, like, an adventure story. Yeah. With, but you don't really need it. I uh, I need to watch that. Going to Disney pretty soon and the, yeah, the band I... The band, really? I, the wristband I picked out is a, a solo <laughs> wristband. Yeah. So I better watch the movie nice. before I'm a poser down there. Um, it's true. It's a, it's a chewy. I picked it for chewy. Um, I'm a chewy guy. Yeah, yeah, you are a chewy guy. <laughs> I saw uh, the favorite. The yeah, what you? I saw you only gave it three and a half. I gave three. It, I mean, three and a half isn't bad. Yeah, three and a half is not bad. Good. Did it, you like it? What did yeah, you it was cool i was falling asleep in the beginning for a little bit oh nice yeah but um <laughs> i think i was just tired yeah um yeah it was cool i i need you i need, liked it but i need more like i needed another turn yeah at I know the end mean. but it, it, the ending was weird and it was cool but i needed another turn but gotcha gotcha i'm there with yeah. you yeah. people are saying though that that's like one of the best period piece movies ever made really how yeah. so just because it's set in like a time period but it's done so different like in a different way and yeah it's, mm. it's not like as normally as like boring and tonal see yeah but i yeah. see a period piece yeah. being like accurate an accurate depiction where this is like funny and satirical yeah. i think that's so. why people like it why people yeah. say that okay. because yeah. it's like a it's twist different. on it yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah which is cool yeah i mean i guess they never saw muppets christmas so yeah, a great uh, period piece. Oh, great piece. period piece. <laughs> <laughs> well, I back that decision. Yeah. yeah, Bailey. So, do you like his other movies, like The Lobster and uh, Sacred Killing, or uh, like Killing of a Sacred Deer? I like that he's weird. Cool. Sick. That's about I'm as far that. as I'll go. I'll take but it. But I don't. I don't, 
I'm not like these are amazing. I'm like yeah, this yeah. was weird, but I'm kind of into it. It's like fun <laughs> to watch. We yeah. saw yeah. Killing of a Sacred Deer together. Yeah. Oh yeah, we did. We did. Cool. Um, and then Kate and I watched the Ted Bundy docu mm. series. Uh, yeah. Same. That it's was sweeping. Good. He's so hot, right? Yo. <laughs> He kind of is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, everyone's like upset because like that's what people are focusing on. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you can't leave it out because it's like how people actually felt during the trial. I mean, he's so. just like a charismatic dude. Yeah, yeah he's, he's just, just ca- kind of like a genius. Yeah. Like, he but is an evil genius. I mean, that's where those people are. They're just yeah. like charismatic people. Yeah, he's just very smart. Yeah. Um, um, oh, and I watched the int- Roger Stone. Oh uh, yeah. Documentary, yeah. which kind of ties into that, like. Like, um... Manipulative. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. I watched something else. Ooh, let's hear it. I watched the Dana Carvey show documentary. Ooh, how was it? Too Funny to Fail. It was really good. Because really? it, it had, like... It had, like, every... So, like, the cast was, like, Steve Carell, mm-hmm. John, or, uh, Stephen Colbert, Louis C.K. Is that where they all got their space? Well, it's where, like, Steve Carell and... Stephen Colbert got their start. Yeah, okay. And then, like, The Daily Show picked them up because mm-hmm. of that. But, like, yeah, it's a really good documentary. Where, what's I've that on? I laughed right a now? lot. It's on Hulu. Oh. But it's really good. Nice. I love it. Cool, cool. I've never seen that show, so. It's just, like, super weird. And they put it, like, during, like, prime time. And it's, like, a sketch comedy show. Uh, and it just kind of, like, failed. Because of the time slot and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, right after Home Improvement. Like, oh. Home not improvement. the right fan base. The All-American the J- show. Yeah, the JTT fans didn't carry over. Yeah. But, hmm. yeah. Cool. Well, hey. You guys ready to get back at it? Mm-hmm. Hash it out? Yeah, sure. It was my pick, right? Yes. Cool. All right. So... It was Jordan's pick this week. Yep. I'm going to throw it over to him. Ugh, I hate this. Who he chose and why. Can you throw it over to me real quick? Okay. Whoop. All right. <laughs> I'm going to throw it over to Jordan for who he picked and why. We love it. All right, cool. Better. So, <clears throat> I, you know what? I'm going to go out on the limb and say this is the episode everyone has been waiting for. This is where it all started, honestly. Yeah, this is oh, where. true. This is the original where Kate and I were kind of playing around with. Making a podcast where we just literally watch all of Jake Gyllenhaal's movies from s- in chronological order, I think we were going to say. Like yeah. start very yeah. or yeah. like Blazing Saddles <laughs> and then literally up to, it would have worked out perfectly <laughs> to Velvet Buzzsaw. Um, but yeah, so. He's not in Blazing Saddles. Yeah, he is. Really? Yeah. He's like a little boy. Oh. Um, and, uh, but yeah, so we didn't do that, obviously. Um, we went with the podcast that you know and love today, uh, but we've been kind of holding off Jake Gyllenhaal and, you know, I feel like it was just the right time to choose him. Um, so that's who we chose. The reason why I love him. He's hot. <laughs> he's hot. <laughs> that's all, that's all we need. <laughs> we love him and he's hot. He was my original celebrity crush. Really? I think mm-hmm. you said that about like eight or nine. Yeah, I think so too. But I mean, he's like <laughs> original and then it was like him, Jason Statham, Michael Shannon. Okay, cool. Um, he's been my celebrity crush <laughs> my entire... Since Bubble Boy? Adolescence. <laughs> since 
No, since Donnie Darko, the movie before. <laughs> uh, I saw that they were both out in 2001. I didn't know which. Yeah. I think Donnie came before. Came before Bubble Ooh, Boy. that's kind of like. Yeah. That's bad. Yeah, it's a weird <laughs> move. Yeah, um, it is. Well, I'm, weird I'm sure move. he filmed them both at the same time, not knowing. Like, well, not at the same time, but like mm. before either one. Right, was right, right. Yeah. You never know when they're filmed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've just. He's just an actor who. I think he's undeniably good. Oh, he's amazing. Yeah. Um, He's also, as we've mentioned, very handsome um, and just like charismatic. And for me, I I like the movies that he chooses, but not only the movies, but the role he usually he plays. He plays interesting people. He like plays, he plays the odd character really well. Mm-hmm. Um, he plays the intense character really well. He plays the like quiet character. You know what? He has a range. <laughs> he does. I was thinking about that when we were watching um, Nightcrawler mm-hmm. and how he really does. Mm-hmm. Um, but, Jordan, I do have to break it to you. He's not in Blazing Saddles. What's he in? He's in something. City Slickers. Oh, oh, that's it, the yes. better Blazing yeah, Saddles. Yeah, the better. Sorry, my bad. The better, the blazing. better blazing Saddles. Are I'm more of a City Slickers me? guy. Yeah, Bailey. Give me, give me Billy Crystal. <laughs> Yo, Gene Wilder in Blazing Saddles yeah, is one of the best too performers old. of all he's time. He's too old. Oh my god, <laughs> he he's dead. Really. All right, he was all right, of, Gene one of my idols. So back um, off. Well, anyways, <laughs> uh, but yeah, and that kind of brings up the point too. Like he has range. We and Kate and I, I kind of want to bring up another point we were talking about. But he was a child actor too. Yes, October so, Sky is amazing. Yeah. So that's why he's kind of been in the public eye for a long time since he was like seven or eight mm-hmm. um, he's been in pretty big movies um and kate brought up an, uh, a thing where like this is probably going to be inappropriate it, to talk it about, is why did you why are you doing this to me and you're already labeling it as my thing so it's like <laughs> well we're saying like something it's sometimes it's rare that you see like child actors and actresses just like continue uh, actually you know what stop. we're not going down. <laughs> stop stop right now huh. um we'll save it for like a bonus episode um interesting but we'll uh, tell you afterwards yeah. okay everyone but, but anyways love that yeah <laughs> anyways we um he, he's had a long career and i just like every movie he's in i like there's not one that i've seen that i dislike except one i could say one okay jarhead I don't like um, Jarhead. Mm-hmm. Um, He's, I don't like his role in Okja. Oh, true. I think his role, he's a little too like over the top. Yeah. yeah. But Sisters Brothers was amazing. Sisters Brothers is amazing. Wildlife. I haven't seen that Is yet. He's so good in wildlife. Nocturnal Animals, one of my favorite movies. So good. But I think one of the ones he's like, I, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but like his later movies, he's really known for like Zodiac, right? Zodiac mm-hmm. and Prisoners. Yeah. Um, Zodiac's great. And then, of course, Nightcrawler. Uh, the Day After Tomorrow is kind of one oh. of those mid-range ones, I like but it. I like it. It's like entertaining. Um, and, of course, Donnie Darko. Ah, uh, the best. Like, yeah. the October best. Sky. The yeah. best. Um, but yeah, I, I Brokeback Mountain. Brokeback dude. Mountain, yeah. How, That's probably like its most. Like, yeah, he's true. a lot of it, like really influential roles. Yeah. Um, and I'm curious to see how Velvet Buzzsaw is too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, trying to watch. It's kind cool. of getting mixed mixed reviews, yeah. but um, Still I'm sure down. he does. I'm sure he does a good job. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so so we thought you know it's time, it's time to dive into it a little bit, um, and this is actually. 
one of the few that I've seen both movies already. Hmm. Um, I've only I had only seen one going into it. Yeah, so it was kind of cool, and the 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 one of them I haven't seen in a long time, so it was <laughs> definitely interesting. Uh, it was a ride revisiting it. Um, but do you guys have a preference on which one to Mm-mm. jump into first? No way. Um, all right, let's. I'll choose. Let's go with. Uh, hmm. Let me just check my note. Which ones did we do? <laughs> uh, let's go with the 2014 masterpiece, Nightcrawler. <laughs> Is that because of the, the X-Men? When know. you think of a Nightcrawler, what do you think of? I think of the X-Men Nightcrawler. Uh, I think of like a little centipede. Yeah. yeah. I can see that. So this movie is directed by Dan Gilroy, who also directed Velvet Buzzsaw mm-hmm. and uh, Roman... J.S. or uh, yeah, Roman J. Israel, J.S. Squire or something. Yeah, uh, Denzel. Denzel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that guy there, he's only he's only um directed three movies, and they're all making waves or getting you know yeah. noted Make like Night Nightcrawler. Yeah. Wasn't it was nominated for one award in 2015, uh, best writing original screenplay, and then the following movie Denzel was nominated mm-hmm. for. Best actor, and then Velvet Buzzsaw. Right now, I don't know if that that's not really going to be up for awards. No, but I don't think it, it's really like it has like an hype, award movie. It has hype around it, and it's interesting and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, um, Nightcrawler is like highly regarded. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and Dan Gilroy's been in the game for a while. What 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 did he write? He wrote a lot of the Doctor Seuss movies. Um, really? No, you're talking about the Bubble Boy. Yeah, I am. Oops, my bad. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> No, Dan Gilroy oh. like wrote a lot of We're movies so as well. We're so rusty. So rusty. He was like so. He was what more like is a, a movie? <laughs> I read that he was more of like a playwright mm, before gotcha. he went into gotcha. this. Okay, cool. My bad. Um, <laughs> Jordan's brain just like wow, wow. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, 2014 Nightcrawler. Have you got? You guys have seen this movie? Before? Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it was one of my favorite movies of that year. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. very good. Yeah. Um, it's definitely original yeah um and i think what i like about it the most is one that <clears throat> dude the cinematography alone is great but um i like how it's it it sets a tone and it just uh, keeps that's it what I was there say, it's a very tonal movie very very much so um and i love that like underbelly everything's at night um and the yeah. shots during the day are generally in his mm-hmm. house, so it's right, more right. like. But he, where he doesn't put lights, he doesn't have yeah. lights on. Like he's always in the dark, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of cool. And he he also does Jake Gyllenhaal does that thing <clears throat> where he like doesn't blink a lot, mm-hmm. so his <laughs> eyes are yeah. just so like he does that in Donnie yeah. Darko. He does that in, I mean, he does that in a lot of movies. That, I mean, he obviously his trademark is his big or his big his eyes. Big eyes, yeah. And his, his trademark and his smooth voice. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> so it says on IMDb. Yo, guys, I did a lot of research for this one. Just <laughs> okay. Don't don't shame me. For it. Um, but uh, yeah, what did you guys think of it I overall? Love it. I love this movie. Uh, soundtrack's great. Um, Riz Ahmed's in it, so how could you hate it? Mm-hmm. We yeah. love Riz Ahmed. I just feel like when I was introduced to Riz Ahmed. Yeah, same. Like. I didn't really like at the time. I was like, okay, this guy. I didn't really know his name or anything, but like now, it's like, oh, yeah, damn, he had a slow there he is. Rise. Well, when did the night of come out? Afterwards. After this, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. that was his breakout, like 2016. Though. That's when people so really like you. he got name recognition. Right. Was that and the AO? Or OA. Like, OA. And he's also yeah. in Rogue One. 
He's oh, like yeah. the pilot in Rogue One. Yeah. And He's then, in Girls too. And then him and uh, Jake Gyllenhaal are back in Sisters Brothers. Too. Oh yeah, that's yeah. true. I forgot cool. about that. Um, and then Renee Russo, who is the director's wife. That's yeah. why she's in Velvet Buzzsaw then too. Oh, I didn't know she was in that too. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, Who is she? She's plays the newswoman, oh, the news gotcha. director yeah. at mm-hmm. the station. So basically, just to oh, actually, you know what? We have our in-house synopsis <laughs> guy. Go go for it. Babe. All right. So the movie opens. <laughs> Whoa! Interesting. <laughs> wow, I love the it. curtains open <laughs> with Jake Gyllenhaal stealing some shit. You find out he's doesn't really have any what he says formal education he's just like a thief just trying to like find a way to like make money or like make it in some way in get like some sort of recognition way. or like yeah i don't know he's just trying to make it and like he'll do anything to make it and he finds a career where um he can film anything that's newsworthy basically mostly like Anything with death or like violence, like or any accidents, and accidents, right? um, and he will stop at uh, I guess nothing to make his way to the top. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's like a freak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he's a freak. He just has zero empathy. Yeah. Yeah. No empathy. Yeah. And sure. I think they set that up well. And it's funny that you mention it because it's like such a quick little part. But mm-hmm. in the beginning of the movie, when he's like mm-hmm. beating up a security guard. Mm-hmm. And I think they said it there that it's not like, oh, he finds this career and it turns him into a monster. He's no, kind of like, he's evil already. Yeah. Um, it's just he uses that evil skill set for like, kind of a seedy. Uh, it's not, is he's it seedy? Just, like, he's that, just manipulative and he's gotten by his whole life by just like manipulating. Right. Instead of having to work hard, he just manipulated people yeah but you don't get much of his development before that. no you no don't know i like history. made like a note of like how did he grow up like yeah, what, yeah. what was his childhood that's like that's like, like what i wonder too. well i'm thinking bubble boy is the prequel yep. to this. i can see that we you keep somebody in a, him up, you dude. keep somebody in a bubble their whole life bro they're gonna be a nightcrawler I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, True. but i just want to say the look his look he definitely lost weight for yeah. this like in his face he looks gone He's and his hot. eyes like look hot. huge i mean he looks hot his so, styles dude yeah. i shoot his for that hair i shoot for that <laughs> nightcrawler style he uh rocks those ray-bans like no one i've ever seen mm-hmm. those were like made for his face yeah um and he's very like articulate when he talks and like logical and yeah. pragmatic and right to the point um but uh, there's something interesting that he does is like so he becomes like as we said like someone who films traffic accidents but before the police get there too right but they right after he like tries to like pitch himself to the guy that he just sold stolen goods to on Mm -hmm. his way home he literally stops to look at an accident just for fun Mm. and it's just like and that's what leads him to do that yeah so it's not like he learned about this and then was like, I should try that. Mm-hmm. He stopped just for fun to look at someone. Well, like, I don't death. think it's not for fun. I think he saw a news crew there. He saw a news crew there and he started observing how they do it. And he, you could see the wheels turning in his mind. I could do that. I know yeah. I could do that. But you just see him watch the accident, though. Like, he's just like a person that pulls over and looks at the accident. That's like. It is weird. It's yeah. such a strange Oh, it's behavior. definitely weird. But I think the reason he 
gets absorbed is because he sees the newscasters and or the news videotape, and he thinks because he's watching the way they move and he's observing them instead of observing the a- accident, he's observing the news people and he's thinking, I could do that. And that's why he asks the guy questions and questions and how do you do that? Are you going to sell that to the station? Like he gets obsessed with it immediately. I kind of um, think they're hand in hand. Where like he's like obsessed with like the idea of, because um, he's already, like you said, Bailey, like, he's already stealing. Mm-hmm. He's obsessed with this like dangerous lifestyle. So I think it kind of like, it's like a chicken or an egg for him where it's like kind of feeds both needs for him Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like money and that like piece of him that likes Mm -hmm. that danger and excitement Mm -hmm. so i think that's like an interesting thing why that scene like i was talking jory and i watched together because we're best friends but i was saying the writing's really good in this because they're so everything's so complex like that where everything kind of has like which one is it is it the one or is it the other and you think about that a lot with this character like when he talks he's super manipulative and sometimes you're like oh does he genuinely think that way Mm-hmm. like is he because sometimes he says things that are like pro positive and you're like oh does he generally think that way or is he just using that to manipulate him and i think that's like both. a huge part yeah both. and it's interesting it's a huge part of this movie it's just that play of like that duality um do you have to shout out former film friend bill paxton former film friend <laughs> yeah no he, sorry oh, yeah. Wait, sorry, sorry sorry Cor- sorry no. We did Bill Paxton. Once a film friend, always yeah. a film yeah. friend. Yeah. Excuse me, excuse me, <laughs> excuse me. Um, yeah, he. So he's the other stringer or nightcrawler, as they oh, call shit. them. Oh shit! I didn't even realize that. Yeah. What yeah. really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's him. That's weird because when we were watching it, I kept saying Bill Paxton. <laughs> really? I just thought you were referring. <laughs> but to it's him. cool. <laughs> he I, looks like it. <laughs> I didn't put it together. Um. Yeah, yeah that's that's Billy P. Yeah, I wish I realized that you were saying that to me. Old Billy P. <laughs> Once um, a film friend, always a film friend. So I, I don't want to, I think I think this is a movie you definitely, I, I don't want to spoil the ending. I know we usually spoil movies pretty hard. <sighs> I feel like we have to. Do we have to? I don't know. Let's, I, well, let's my whole thing is like, the whole Get movie, it? I want him, I don't want him to be good, but like, I don't think he has what's, in him what he does at the end i agree because like that if, if you think that he's going to do that the whole time then it's not as like shocking or right, like right there is you're right like the whole time i so this is maybe the third fourth time i saw it and i was like i wonder if i did i like him the first time i watched yeah. this like you you know you're not supposed to like him because right. he's like unsettling manipulative unsettling evil he's doing a weird thing but you're right you're like uh, he could be good. There's something yeah. good in there. He's going to save it. And then or, he does not. <laughs> he turns it up a, a notch every yeah. single, yeah. every accident he goes to, he sur- turns it up a notch, whether that's yeah. moving the body, like to yeah. get a better shot, watching people die. Ugh. I think that's just part of his personality too. Like going once again, going back to him stealing, he just turns it up a notch each time yeah. to see what more and more he can get away with is mm-hmm. kind of what I think he also does too. Like, Oh, I just got away with that. Next time, I'm going to push it a little bit more and see what I can get away with next time. Like, a lot of that symbolism was also through his car, right? So, like, he has, like, a shit car that he just goes place to place, and then he buys the flashiest car, Mm -hmm. and yet he's still getting away with stuff that are, like, extraordinary. And he's, I mean, he's, like, really, really smart. Yeah, so smart. And I feel like there's definitely, like, something off about him, right? Like, I don't know what it is, but, like, he's not, like, um, a normal person. 
No, like not normal at all. There's something wrong in his mind, but mm-hmm. um, he just doesn't the way have he it's the way wild. he can like negotiate with people. Like he has like a comeback for every or a reason why everything. for every single thing. It's wild. And he like takes advantage of of poor Riz Ahmed. Oh, he takes oh. advantage of Riz Ahmed so much. Um, yeah. What a sad character. I always, that whole movie, I just think, what a sad character. Yeah. Because he's essentially homeless. So Riz Ahmed plays his, like, helper, assistant. Yeah. Um, because it is a job that you can't really do yourself because he's mm-hmm. driving so fast. He needs direction. Well, that's, like, another thing, though. It seems like Jake Gyllenhaal knows the city and the layout of the city so well. Yeah. Why does he need Riz Ahmed? Uh, maybe then? he just sees that Bill Paxson has, like, a, a side, side guy, guy and he's like oh that's what i need mm-hmm. to do yeah. and it's also probably easier to not be looking down at like uh, yeah. your gps and then exactly. toward the end of the movie it's kind of so we'll give a little spoiler alert yeah bill paxton he basically cuts the brakes so bill paxton's his yeah. Com- competitor, competitor yeah and he cuts the brakes of his van and Bill Paxton gets in an accident, which but is But there's something that really defines his character right before that, because Bill Paxton, who I didn't realize was Bill Paxton, <laughs> offers him a job mm-hmm. in his yeah. crew. And it's not just like wiping out the competitor. It's like, fuck you, I'm better than you at the same time. Yeah. It's like a double, like, I'm wiping out my competition. And you know what? Don't even think that you're better than me because yeah. you're not. Because I can take it away from you like that. So it's an interesting thing, though, because he is saying that. He's, I think, getting a little scared because this newcomer's like in his territory. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, well, I've been here. I am better than you. But at the same time, what Bill Paxton is pitching to him is also like, kind of a good idea like yeah. a good business idea because bill paxton's just him yeah yeah just yeah they are like the same person but uh bill paxton doesn't have that like extra drive extra evil in yeah. him yeah. like well i mean yeah. yeah well bill paxton's gonna get like two vans to cover the whole city where like jake gyllenhaal only has one and he's obviously gonna get screwed out of money so right. he has to exactly take mm-hmm. matters into his own hands like it's yep and fucked but like when they have conversations together it's just like they're both just trying to manipulate each other in mm-hmm. the moment it's very interesting mm-hmm. um one thing i i did like i uh, actually i really like this movie i think it's like mm-hmm. super fucking solid one thing it does do really well is like computer graphics I usually hate them in movies when you're showing a computer screen or somebody working in a program. Mm-hmm. This one's like dead on. It's very believable. And then also another thing that goes through me in movies or when they show like a news broadcast, mm-hmm. it's usually pretty corny or not yeah. real. This one's so good. Yeah. And I mean, it's about the local news. The whole movie's about that kind mm-hmm. of so. They do a good job setting that up in the mm-hmm. beginning because when the first time he goes to meet the head of the, the news department, mm-hmm. They're standing in front of the picture of the skyline, mm-hmm. and he says, "This always looks so real on TV." Oh yeah, yeah. And that sets up like the fakeness versus mm-hmm. the reality of mm-hmm. that, and how. So they did a really good job setting up the seediness of it immediately, like the yeah. trickery. He also has a great name. Oh, he does. Do you know it? Louis Bloom. Louis Bloom. Louis Bloom. Great character. Where he pulls up his hair every time he goes into action. Yeah. (laughs) Him in a man bun. Mm -hmm. Gets me going. It's getting hot in here. So do you... you, um, Talk to me, Richard. Talk to me. (laughs) Okay. Um, 
Why do you think he only when he when he can get more money like leveraging the video at like other places? Do you know what I mean? Why does he only exclusively go to? Because well, I think because he can manipulate her and he knows it. Yeah. I guess I guess he just wants an exclu- I think he thinks like an, an exclusive, exclusive relationship will help him like get better that, too. That too. And yeah. I think he knows in the back of his mind like they're gonna th- and they do they become dependent on him yeah. yeah because he's always giving them the best stuff and I think he knows that he's gonna get to a point where he's gonna get something really good which he does yeah. mm-hmm. um, that he's gonna be able to bargain and leverage all of that for the like the best deal he can get. He also says at one point, I realized doing this that my dream because at one point you see him sitting in front of the camera and he's like trying to play that out mm-hmm. and then later almost immediately afterwards he's like I realized like I don't want to be in front of the camera I want to be the guy that controls it mm-hmm. so like if he just markets one place he, his idea is probably to like take over that mm-hmm. place mm-hmm. yeah um, one awesome thing that I read was that Jake Gyllenhaal memorized every single line and part in this movie like it was a play like, he wow. memorized everyone else's lines, blah, blah, blah. I don't know, like, how often that happens, but yeah. he's in every scene of the movie. Uh, he's also, so. like, True. the monologues he does are an insane. Mm-hmm. They're lengthy, they're very intense, and they're yeah. very dynamic in, like, tone. So, he just is, he's incredible. Louis Bloom movie. would be able to get me to do whatever he wanted. I'll tell yeah. You. yeah, I'd be like, well, I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> very convincing. Yeah. I wouldn't even like because she's that way too where she kind of sees his his bullshit the news director Mm -hmm. but even she's like i don't know what to do in this situation because it's just so hard to argue with like he throws out like facts and like figures and you're like how can i argue with this exactly (laughs) Exactly. um even though she knows what he's doing yeah um i didn't think about this till now the reason why like kind of hired riz ahmed is like he kind of had like in the back of his mind like Yo, this guy's homeless so like yeah, if some shit goes down i'm okay i'm yeah. gonna be good i know exactly like he's just so like and that was smart of him in general because he put out an ad for work that didn't say what the job was mm-hmm. so whoever yeah. was gonna show up was gonna be game for someone yeah. desperate yeah. yeah that's actually that makes it this movie's actually a really good movie on the rewatch too because yeah. then you know what happens at the end you know what he really is so then you get to see him planning his roadmap for this yeah from the very beginning and that's like a big one where it's like yeah i guess he needs someone else but he needs the right someone he needs the right someone else and riz ahmed is just desperate enough to do it so also um second watching of this i just feel so much like deeper sadness for that character yeah like when he says he had to take three buses just yes just to get to the job interview of something that he didn't even know what Mm, it was is like sad and just the way he interacts with him he gets into a stranger's car like with like jake gyllenhaal's car like yeah. Not even knowing who he is because he's so desperate. He's going like 80, 90 miles per hour on his <laughs> yeah. L.A. street. It's L.A., right? That's yeah. And he's just so helpless. It's just yeah. kind of really sad. Um, now, I know that they did like ride-alongs with real. There's like, I mean, obviously real stringers or people who do this. Um, mm-hmm. So they would do ride-alongs with people um, who do this, particularly like one group of brothers, I think. Who did a ride-along? Riz Ahmed and, oh, wow. and Jake Gyllenhaal, like wow. with these people. Yeah. Um, uh, and apparently, I need to check it out. There's a documentary called Shots in the Dark 
about the real life people uh, who wow. do this on Netflix. That's probably so, really, really fucked Yeah, up. I really want to check that out. Um, kind of see what they're like. Because I was thinking about that. Like, so I work with kids, and a lot of things that they bring up is how scared they are of the news, and mm-hmm. this is why. Like yeah. these, like the fact that they're constantly pushing the envelope on what you see on TV is, yeah. is this is an example of it. And mm-hmm. I like that they show that in this because there's constantly a moral dilemma between the news director and her team about should they put these things on TV and pushing the envelope just for ratings. Well, yeah, the one at the at the end they real they realize that like the home invasion was mm-hmm. for drugs and not just like yep. to kill people, mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. and they just want to keep like everyone like scared almost mm-hmm. exactly. to get ratings mm-hmm. exactly i think like that they do that they play the seediness not just of him but of the whole culture mm-hmm. uh, i i find a lot of times with these like character studies of someone they really just only focus on their life so i like that they kind of paint the whole world instead of just his mm-hmm. which really helps you with this story yeah um budget 8.5 mil gross and while I was in theaters, 32.3 million. Wow, that's um, awesome. Yeah, I definitely remember when this came out, people were like, yo, you got to see Nightcrawler. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, that's not that much money. I mean, relative 32. To, to what it costs, costs. Well, yeah. 8.5. Yeah. And, and for being good. an indie flick, it's kind of Yeah, like I guess I, I, I'm just trying to remember if it was like at the Regal or if it was like at the Ritz. It, it Reminds think, me of like a regal. I think movie. it's a regal type. You like know what it's I mean? a. It seems a like a select release, though. Yeah, maybe. It feels very select yeah. release. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, you just, you don't feel it doesn't feel low budget at all. Really. No, you know not, what I mean? at not, all. not for a second. Yeah. It doesn't. Not um, at all. But yeah, like I said before, the yeah. photography is like incredible. Even the intro shots are like everything I love about night photography it's just oh the lighting in in this is incredible even when he's sitting in his apartment like editing film the way the light hits his face Mm -hmm. is just it's always like half shadowed yeah and it's such a good like imagery of Mm -hmm. who he is as a character like always Mm -hmm. half in the shadows it's Mm -hmm. so good he's a nightcrawler he's a freaking (laughs) nightcrawler um (laughs) you know what else is crazy so at one point he calls the cops right which is like the final yeah showdown type deal of the movie he uses his real name like it's wild he constantly uses he doesn't have any qualms about using his real name in any scenario it's so interesting yeah like i feel like someone with that caliber of intelligence would well maybe he he knows he's covered because what he's reporting isn't anything he's doing illegally i mean there also is a reward there is a reward. Or reward so he's right. oh, yeah. Yeah. on, he gets yeah. some money. It's just wild. Like, I would think, like, I'd be so scared to use my real name in that situation. Yeah. Because I he mean, is, like, the police officer said, like, yeah. he's withholding information. Oh, they know it. They just can't prove yeah. it. Yeah. This guy straight up has, like, no fear. Yeah. Uh, he it's has wild. fear of rejection, which we see him get rejected for a hot sec, and it is not good yeah. good when he screams into the mirror classic gyllenhaal yeah classic and one. when he screams at her because she like denied him something yeah. sexually that he wanted yeah, yeah. it's just like that whole sexual well. bargaining makes me feel yeah. uncomfortable easy I know. Sure. uncomfortable but if you've never seen this movie it gets the film friends highly stamp of su- approval highly suggested movie to, to check out yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, should we get a stamp of approval <laughs> yeah oh, for sure we need a sound effect that like stamps yeah. it um cool so what what's your uh what's your initial rating and then after watching it for the 
second, third, fourth time. What do you guys rate it now? Wait, so is my initial rating the when I watched it the first time? I think that's up for interpretation. Oh, wait, no, 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 sorry. Initial rating is like, uh, yeah, we... we I think it's pre and post discussion. Pre and post discussion. Sorry. Okay. Um, Yours never changes. So what do you care? Yeah. Like why? Why do you care so much? I don't know. You said it weird. Um, Well, classic uh, nine two nine point two. Yeah. A a classic nine point two. Yeah. Dude. I gave it a classic 9.2, too. <laughs> it's classic, That's so dude. classic. But I'm going to bump it up. Oh, <laughs> shit. Are you? To that classic 9.3. Sick. I mean, I gave it much lower than you guys. I gave it an 8.1. But I think I'm going to bump it up to an 8.9. 8.8. 8.8. Ooh. That feels good. Okay. But what feels good. <laughs> what is wrong? What's bad about this There's movie? nothing bad. It's just like, it's just also just for me, I rewatched this for the first time this time around and it's been like two years since i've watched it like it's not something i'm gonna sit down and like hammer like watch this like over and over true 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 it's not that type of movie but yeah i guess two years is a good good time to let it sit it's not something i'm gonna be like you know what i'm gonna watch today nightcrawler (laughs) because i like that movie and it brings me joy um is this jake gyllenhaal at his hottest Ooh, he is Uh. insanely hot in this movie I wouldn't. I mean, hot for me is also. Uh, are you talking about looks alone? <laughs> are you gonna say personality? <laughs> looks alone, I would say yes. Looks alone, he's pretty hot. I'm sure there's another. I'm sure he's hotter in another. You movie. probably love him in Southpaw. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so he's just ripped. a good. Looking, he's just a good looking dude. Yeah, yeah. we love him. Um, as long as you don't say when he's a child, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> No, we don't love him when he's a child. <laughs> we we love him platonically. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's a movie when he's an adult that he doesn't look good in, though. I agree. Uh, except Oakja, he's kind of strange looking, right? He's good looking, he like, but he's not a weird cartoon. character. No. It's not a cartoon. Have you ever, you've never seen it? I just, I just heard it was weird. Yeah, and you, I saw, there's a cartoon on the front, and I was out. It's <laughs> real weird. No, it's not a cartoon. Yo, there is 100% a cartoon on the front. Oh, maybe Oak Jaws. Uh, he's like computer graph, CGI. Yeah, yeah. CGI. Yeah. Cartoon. Cartoon, <laughs> CGI. Um, was it I love the cartoon graphics in, <laughs> in Hot King take. Kong. I was never like into the way he looked, though, in Donnie Darko. Yeah. Well, he's still young. He's like But he was young, like right? young. When I watched it, I was young. I was like yeah. high school. It would have been appropriate for me to be attracted to him when I was yeah. in high school. And I still like, that was the one where I was like, oh, I'm not attracted to him in this. I think it's the hairstyle mm, in that movie. Gotcha, gotcha. He's more of a good, like with uh, the hair combed back than the hair combed forward. Yeah. Oh, he has that slicked hair mm. down. Like in His prisoner. bubble boy hair. <laughs> oh, oh hold, God. Hold yours. Because we need wild. to talk about that bubble boy hair. Um but I, I love his hair in uh, Prisoners too. But yo, it's I'm getting hot in here. I gotta take my sweatshirt can't off. Handle it we got uh, we gotta blow out this candle. We gotta cue the music. We gotta cue the music. I got 
some hot stuff. Oh, Yo, I actually stuff. don't know anything about his dating oh, really? history. Are you joking? It's Yo, I'm actually not joking. Crazy. I just know from just I just there's time. a fear of jealousy. <laughs> so. Oh, okay. I have a lot of that well. with him too. All right, he started off dating Miss Jenny Lewis Ooh. in 2001. Nice. Of, uh, you know, Rilo Kiley, right, indie right. fame. Um, then he dated Kirsten Dunst for two years. Uh, that was a really, like, big, like, that one was really popular. Very 2002 to 2004. I like that couple. I yeah, I like that couple, too. Then he dated... I got Natalie Portman here for a hot minute in he 2006. did. And then he dated Reese Witherspoon for two yeah, years. Yeah, he did. I remember that couple. Everyone was like, <laughs> did one of those confused faces. Thanks for confirming everything. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I was very Are you guys, him. do you guys have two different sources? I don't, maybe. No, I also just remember these. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, the one I remember is when he dated uh, Taylor Swift. Uh-huh. Classic. what oh for a long time yeah oh my god i know god. it's the most disappointing for like two years one. i that song hate that i know so i hated much. it too and that i song, wish i never knew that that song we're never ever ever gonna get back together is about him because apparently he kept coming back to her like asking her to get back together with him and so she, she wrote that wishes. song <laughs> i know it kind okay. of it's the biggest disappointment about him oh, okay can you leave taylor alone <laughs> None of you guys have ever met her. You don't know her real Neither story. Neither you. I know. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, I like to give people the benefit of the doubt before hating them. Okay. Um, and then he dated... I have Anna Kendrick here for a hot minute. Oh, nice. I don't like that one either. Oh, I don't I don't oh, mind that that's one cool. so much. Yeah, that one's cool. They seem like they'd be a good couple. Yeah. Like, fun couple. Not into it. Okay. <laughs> I feel like he has a type. Besides Taylor Swift. Uh, Maybe. Yeah. And then, I mean, the rest of the people here are kind of like. What's the most current, uh, like he's the not, most recent? Single. I have, in 2018, I oh, have really? uh, some like model, Jean Cadeau. Let me see. Oh. But. Oh. He likes brunettes. <laughs> She's like. Great pronunciation, man. Yeah, here's he a picture of them together, him. but pretty blurry. Could be anybody. Yeah, could be Taylor Swift. Really <laughs> could be. I think that's Carrie Mulligan. I listened to an interview with him in 2017. He was single, so uh, now he's probably dating her. Yeah, I mean, there's like yeah, a couple people here, but I don't really know them. There's but some models in there. Yeah, some good models, for good for some people. Um, but yeah, that's like that's as hot as it's been for a while. Yeah, I remember with the dating history. Oh, for true, sure. true. <laughs> Since that one's Omar really apps. hot. Yeah, because we have some past. We have some film friends in there. Um, yeah. But I remember the Reese Witherspoon one because everyone was like shocked because she was so much older than him. Yeah, it was like a thing where everyone was just like, because that wasn't a issue that people were used to. So, yeah. Hall pulls. He yeah, he can he can pull. <laughs> um, he could also pull up. Um, here we go. Great segue. So I'm curious. <laughs> what's your height? He can. What's also your weight? Pull up. <laughs> what's your height? What's your way with your host, Matt Jordan McKay? What's your height? What's your way? <laughs> I need a cue. Will it get it wrong? Will it get it right? All right. So, we're doing height, weight, shoe, birthday, sign, and penis. 
I'm sick of the penises. We need a we need to review a, a female. Soon. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm actually just sick of reading your descriptions of penises. Okay. Okay. <laughs> They're just, Noted. It's Noted. just so uncomfortable. All right. So Jordan said that he is 6'1", 175, all muscle. Um, shoe size nine and a half. His penis is muscular and strong. <laughs> He is 37 and a Sagittarius. <gasps> Bailey said he's six feet tall, 180 <laughs> pounds, size scribbled out, size 11 shoe, super cool penis, <laughs> and a Sagittarius. It's super cool. Honestly, that one wasn't too bad. Yeah. So he's six feet. So, Bailey, that's all you. Uh-huh. And he's 170. Ah, well, that's Jordan, right? It's close as Jordan's 175, yeah. Shoe size 10, so you shouldn't have crossed Ooh. out that number, Bailey. Yeah, I just want to say, I think he's the perfect size. Six <laughs> foot, 170, 10 shoe. Yeah. That's like a default man. <laughs> he is a default He kind of is like a default man. Yeah. He's what you start with in a video game. <laughs> so he was born December 19th, 1980, and he is 38 years old, Ooh. making him, as you both got it right, a Sagittarius. I, didn't, I could tell. I honestly didn't know what a Sagittarius was, but like what month that is, but you could just tell by looking at him. Oh, he has Sagittarius written all over him. <laughs> I love it. You guys knew it. You nailed it. Um, his full Did you name? know that? No. Oh. I, but I, on one of the recent episodes, someone, one of our guests guessed Sagittarius, and I was like, oh, shit, I forgot that's a sign. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it yeah. every time. Um, his full name, Jacob Benjamin Gyllenhaal, a.k.a. Jake, a.k.a. So many Jews. Jakey. Oh, a little Jakey. Jakey. Um, he was born and raised in Los Angeles. Oh, he's an L.A. boy. His yeah. father, yeah. Stephen, is a director. His mother, Naomi Foner, Foner, is a producer and screenwriter. So his dad's a director, his mom's He's a screenwriter. He's in the biz. Yeah. And his old sis is a... Is an actress. And his godfather is actually Paul Newman. So, like, <laughs> he's just, like, in the biz. Yeah. Um, his family raised him as Jewish, but he is a practicing Buddhist. Um, when he had his bar mitzvah when he was 13... He decided he was going to have it at a homeless shelter so he could, like, work at the homeless shelter and give the party to the people that were there, which is really nice. Um, his first role was City Slickers in 1991. First, like, movie role. Mm-hmm. His favorite book, do you want to guess it? I'm going to go with, like, To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah, he already knew what it is. <laughs> yeah. um, but his dogs, Boo and Atticus, are named from that book. Cool. Um, do you want to guess his favorite cartoon? Uh, he's definitely like a roadrunner guy. Uh, Oakja? <laughs> he actually likes Franklin, like the turtle. Oh, the, hey, it's Franklin. Yeah. <laughs> the Sixers mascot. Yeah. Um, yeah. he's the godfather to... <laughs> he's the godfather. He's the godfather. Little known fact. <laughs> um, to Matilda, uh, Ledger. So Heath Ledger and Michelle Williams' daughter. Oh, nice. Um... He likes to woodwork and cook. His parents denied him a role in the Mighty Ducks because they said that he need to. It would take him like out of school too much. He would have had too much time out of school. Damn right. That that shoot was. Then I went to Joshua Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. They said he just would have been on set too long, so they 
didn't deny they denied him the role his parents it worked out fine um his best he one of his best friends is adam levine and they've been friends since kindergarten which is the lead singer of maroon five yeah which we'll be playing in the super bowl tonight at halftime (laughs) and um, they paid us to say that (laughs) every year he donates a lot of money to have trees planted in mozambique's forests because it's a deforestation there's really bad i back that we back that he was supposed to take toby Maguire's role in um Spider-Man 2 when Tobey Maguire got hurt in Seabiscuit <laughs> and he like trained he like trained learned all the lines and then Tobey was like yeah I'm good and then like they just put him in it it would have been weird if they just replaced yeah Spider-Man yeah Yo, um, he's he gonna be just, in like a Spider-Man he he's gonna be in the new one yeah. Mysterio yeah. yeah Mysterio's sick um his sister and him escaped a fire at the Inverse Inverness Lodge in California and they said that him and all the other people, like, everyone got out, but he ran back in to help save people and collect goods what and stuff he? like Fucking that. I know. Superhero. He's just such a good, like, a good do-gooder. Um, so we already talked about that Taylor Swift song named after him. Um, he is a member of the Swiss nobility because his dad is part of, like, the noble society, which means in turn that he is a Swiss noble. Um, Sounds like a pastry. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, he was up for the role of Frodo Baggins, Bruce Wayne, and Batman Begins, a character in Avatar, Jake Sully, and Christian from Moulin Rouge, but he obviously didn't get any of those. <laughs> and he sliced his hand open during the filming of Nightcrawler when he punched the mirror. Uh, yeah. Um, they they That's said an it was like a s- scene. Yeah, and they said it was like a very serious cut. They had to like he had to get stitches and stuff. Ooh. So those are all my facts. Yes. How do you feel about him going, playing like a Marvel? Yeah, I was gonna say. I, I love. Hate, I, I, love hate it. I feel like you'd hate it. I yeah, because he's like one of like the big actors who just didn't, didn't do it. I know. But you could tell that he wanted to because if he's gonna train for Spider Man, like back in the day. True. <sighs> Yo, I battle with it all the time. Like I don't know why I hate the superhero thing so much. I don't hate it, but I'm just—it's just not my thing. I it love is it. So not my thing. I love it because. Um, He's playing a villain, so it's kind of usually just like a one-off. Yeah. So he's yeah. just doing like a one-role type yeah, deal. Yeah, but you know what? With that big fucking money machine, if the people love him, he'll be back somehow, and they'll just. But that also that series is it done so really really well. Yeah. The new Spider-Man is just done very true to character, and I think it's the best. The last one was the best Spider-Man movie. I just made. have to deal with it. My two favorite actors, Joaquin and. Jakey well, Poo are just doing superhero stuff. And now. Tom Holland's like awesome. I really like him. The guy that plays Spider Man. Yeah, he I. <laughs> uh, yeah, he I. <laughs> cool. Um, well, now we know everything we need to know about Good Guy Gyllenhaal. Yeah, he says he's um, not not open to sharing about his life, but he likes to stay private. Like he doesn't yeah, withhold, but he's like. I guess for as big of a superstar he is, you don't like. Not a lot of not a lot of stuff out there about him, yeah. or at least not a lot of bad stuff yeah. about him. He has, he has a good PR guy. <laughs> yeah, for, for not sure. saying that he's like doing evil shit, night crawling around at night, but so um, maybe he's so good that that's why he likes to take weird roles because he wants to feel like what it's like to not be good all the time. Yeah, I wonder when he's gonna like do like a like a fucking like I guess Nightcrawler was big, but like an Oscar movie. Like yeah. when's he gonna get like up there with like the oscar noms are there like i feel like a lot of these are like adjacent yeah 
Wasn't yeah, they are adjacent. I mean, Brokeback Mountain. Oh, he was yeah. up for that, wasn't yeah. he? But they're all know. like a. They're literally like just there. I think Nightcrawler got snubbed. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think like, that was like a thing. Yeah. A lot of these type snubbed. movies do do though get like snubbed, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Um. But hey, he'll break out of that bubble. I knew it. And win an award someday, um, which leads us to our next movie. The 2001 masterpiece, Bubble Boy. Bubby Boy. <laughs> uh, the Bubby. Um, Pre or post? Pre or post? 9-11. Ooh, 2001. I want to say it's pre. Two weeks prior. Yep. This has to be like the oh, closest okay. one to 9-11 that well, we reviewed. It's also this. Oh, that we reviewed. Yeah. This feels like a pre 9-11 movie like that like riding off the 90s craziness yeah it definitely has that and like that little nikki road trip vibe road trip <laughs> little nikki vibe like a lot of a lot of <laughs> problematic but before we jump into it bailey take it away take it away all right the story opens on a boy in a bubble <laughs> on a boy on a bubble in a bubble <laughs> in um, a bubble how many yeah. times do you think we're gonna say bubble oh <laughs> a God. lot um so it's basically about this mom who's just i guess they say that i mean i guess his thing is like he doesn't have immunities yeah so he's born without immunity he's born without immunity so he has to stay in this bubble and he's very sheltered and doesn't know about anything <laughs> and then his next door neighbor is this hot chick and he falls in love but then she goes and she's going to get married, and he has to go chase her. He has to go chase her. And, and he turns dead. into an adventure. And he does. He chases her. And does he get there? We'll find out by the end of this show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Well, honestly, yeah. That's yeah, what by that's, the end of this You got to keep people hang, hanging on, you know? Yeah, and they thread. are definitely definitely <laughs> hanging on to see what happens yeah. to bubble boy yeah. does he stop chloe from getting married has you know this what? movie been out long enough for you to find out <laughs> hang know. around until the end of the show <laughs> i remember when this movie came out um like it being like a thing that people our age went to see yeah it was like a popular movie for our demographic i feel like i get this movie bubble boy and um there's another movie not don't mess with the zohan but it's um not Zoolander. Hmm. They like pop bubble wrap in a movie. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Circle back to me. I'll think. Right, we'll I think Paul. Sh- oh, dude. Dude, where's my car? Uh, I got Bubble Boy and Dude, where's my car? They both have like when, a when you weird say you get them mixed up, <laughs> like I don't really know know what that means. Like the the premises and everything. They both is feel so... like movies that were written on coke. Just like super yeah. jazzed up and well, wild. Well, I have like a theory that this movie was made for. It was like written around the idea of we want Beetlejuice in a movie. <laughs> Can you from the Howard Stern? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say, make sure you say which one from the Howard Stern show. That's that's what I. You know what I think? This was the height of Beetlejuice's fame. Yeah, the Howard Stern show, and they're like. We need to write a story around this guy. Yeah. So they they throw in the freaks, the freak show. They're like, okay, it started with Beetlejuice. Surround him with freaks. Like that'll be like its thing. He's Put a in freak. Grant Troyer. And then write it from there and branch out and yeah. see what we can get at. And just sprinkle a little Fabio in there too. Yeah. <laughs> this had very much that like Nickelodeon 
era vibe where everything was like very loud and over the top that's like the little nickies yeah. the um but just like anything you would see on Nickelodeon. like i feel like the snow day was kind of like that yeah, but this like is like a little bit more for like adults yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Just saying <laughs> there's that some it, adult there it's that era though where like everything was just like heightened and wild yeah. it's for adults but they th- they play damn it about three or four times in this, this is growing up <laughs> it's for the adolescent yeah it's yeah, definitely true, an true, adolescent true. movie um jimmy livingston there are so many cameos we mentioned a couple obviously beetlejuice the movie revolves around him <laughs> um Vern troyer you have fabio you have zach galifianakis who has a great this. role he might this. have been the best part of the movie he is the best part i love it my favorite part was probably danny trejo yo I'll admit, I was on board with this movie until Danny Trejo's part. Really? Ooh. Slim. I don't get down with Slim. He was I so I thought he was fine in him. it. Yeah. He was cool. I um, love yeah, Danny Trejo. Yeah, I might Trejo. be a Danny Trejo guy. I don't know. What? I love Machete. Danny Trejo. <laughs> Machete. <laughs> I just like that um, he was just all about him and just super supportive of his dreams. Yeah. Being like a biker guy. I thought that was sick. You know who else is in this? Beans. Oh, yeah. He was running after the uh, Mm -hmm. bus or something at one point. And uh, lest we forget uh, who plays his love interest, Mary Shelton. I feel like she was hot at this era. Very hot. She was also... uh, Oh, yeah. She was was one of those cheerleader movies, right? Bring It On or something. No, no, no. She was the one where they robbed the bank. Uh, Come on, guys. Cheerleaders robbing a bank. Oh, my God. You guys don't know that movie? No. I know her from Sandlot. She plays Wendy Peppercorn, right? She's right. the, the yeah. lifeguard. Mm-hmm. Kate, I can't believe you don't know this movie. Cheerleaders that rob a bank. Hmm. It's Cheerleaders like that rob a bank. The Dark Knight? Spi- <laughs> spice, something Spice. Girls. Spice Girls. Hold on. Oh, Spice movie War. Movie where cheerleaders rob a bank. Sorry, I can't search by topic. Sugar and Spice. Ah, Sugar and Spice. No. What? I've never, never seen heard that of movie. It. What does it say? Get ready to cheer on the bad girls. <laughs> yeah. Yo, that movie. Yo, we might have to review. Yo, that I movie. like uh, fucking James Marsden's in it. Oh, I love James Marsden. Oh, fucking James Marsden. <laughs> yo, I, I can't believe you guys haven't seen it. That's weird. I bet. Yo, I bet some of my listeners, some some of my, my <laughs> listeners. <laughs> oh, are what we are you pos- saying? Are we calling <laughs> listeners right now? Like. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, she was big at that time. Yeah, so she did that movie, Valentine, that horror movie. Ah, that like that we may. She seems like (laughs) she's very much that like B level. Yeah, fame. Um, I mean, she's cool and all, but can we talk about the best character, Bubble Guinea? Oh, Bubble Guinea's hands down (laughs) character. character. He's my favorite part of this whole entire movie. Bubble Guinea kills it. I love it because so he's isolated from all people and the neighbor who she is decides that she's going to you know what I'm going to be his friend she comes over and spends time with him and I think part of that is because so many rumors are said about her and she just she kind of not she gets bullied essentially about yeah. who she is and what well, she people think to do. she's slutty yeah she has like a reputation that necessarily is 
might not may or may not be true but it's just not fair Mm -hmm. so she spends time with him because she doesn't want to be out all the time either and she gives him bubble guinea which Mm -hmm. is a guinea pig in one of those round clear bubbles so Mm -hmm. it's just like him it's like the cutest gift in the entire world but that montage is my favorite part when they're celebrating holidays together Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm his costume is handsome. The Halloween one is the best. Yeah, where he's the fish in the fish tank. It's so good. Can we talk about Jake Gyllenhaal's look? I know we mentioned Ugh. the hair already. He's just a little boy. He's just a boy, but his hair is crazy. <laughs> she literally, the mother blow dries it straight out on each direction, flat. Great It's hard look. to explain. I do like the way he shaves his sideburns. I think it's actually a cool mm-hmm. hip look. but the And I like his striped shirt that he wears. Yeah. For being in That's a bubble, boy, for you know? a, being in a bubble, he looks kind of cool. <laughs> he looks it's not like something. He looks yeah. crazy. He looks like a straight cartoon character. Yeah. yeah. Well, he kind of is. is. Yeah. He's like Oakja. <laughs> He's like Oakja. Great. Um, His voice. Uh, so this opens up with him narrating, and it's just like, oh, the voice he puts on in this is just like grinds my. Yeah. Like, I don't know if Jake Gyllenhaal is the best at the high pitch voice. No. Like in this, he does that in, in Oak. He does it in Oakja, and it's like <laughs> yeah. really disturbing disturbing I think. yeah um nightcrawler he does it a little bit here and there too we but have to shout out mike paul shock for damn it <sighs> do we have for to? damn it what does that he mean? plays it all the time paul uh, shock's going well, through a bit yo. of a damn it phase right <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> i have a fundamental question about this movie mm-hmm. so you know how he they take him to their home for the first time in the bubble off the stretcher yeah where the fuck was he for all those years? Just in the hospital? Was it when he was four? Because but that's when he... Built immunities. Remember when they wheel him home? Yeah. Nah, and he's like in that right. bubble. It's like a plastic bubble. Yeah, over. yeah. Where was he all those years? Because he said, I've never been to my house before. before yeah, that. so he was... So Was he in the hospital? Yeah, so spoiler alert. He has immunities. He didn't have immunities till he was four. When they, when they find out that he does have immunities that's when they bring him home but the mom continue the mom and dad continue to live this lie and push it out to him that if he leaves his bubble he's gonna die but he lives at the ho- or he's hospitalized until he's four so he just he like shows up clothed in like a t-shirt and jeans like just like chilling so just like weird was what was he doing there in the hospital. He was, was he sick. He was, was, he he was like, sick. Was he in bed all day? Like, was he in like a... You I don't know. I don't know. Is, what that you, the, is that the story you want to yeah, see? Yeah, I want to see like... From one to... From birth till four. What was he what doing? What was this baby doing? Yeah. That's like, the question was, you have yeah, after this. Yeah, I do. Huh. Like, what was he doing? I don't know. Really drinking a bottle. (laughs) (laughs) He's like an adult. He's going to get a bottle. He honestly looks seven years old when they wheel him in. So I'm like, where the fuck? What has he been doing with his life? He's watching Land of the Lost, I guess. The only show he's allowed to watch. Oh, it's so sad when he says, I wish there was other shows on TV. (laughs) That like broke my heart a little bit. It actually, the mom is freaking evil. She is. Oh, for sure. It's like really disturbing though how evil she is. Yeah. Um, Because you think this movie is like, a children's movie, but it's a little darker She's Munch than Munchausen's that. Munchausen's by proxy, yeah. um, which I forget. Like it's like fictitious d- something now. It's like has a different diagnosis mm-hmm. now, but um, she definitely has that where you treat your child to be ill when they're not ill, so you can take care of them. And yeah. she, like that be your purpose is to take care of them. Like it's like the mom in the s- new it sharp objects or Six Sense. Thought you'd bring it back to M Night. Hmm. Yeah. It is. It is that. That's the first thing. Huh. It is that. 
Oh. Interesting. Dude, uh, no, I you know I love with the porridge or like the soup or whatever. And she's feeding like, the girl. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Up. yeah. This is a weird oh, yeah. um, religious movie too. Yeah, with the cult. And she like makes all those cookies that are stamped with like the Jesus sign. Mm-hmm. Everything's cross shaped, and there's like weird anti-Semitic stuff in this. It's just very. Is it anti-religion? I don't know. <laughs> it's definitely anti-Semitic. There's yes. like yeah. a lot of that. There's going. a they, like cringe. Where, like, how did that get into a movie? Basically, every like a lot of nationalities, and there's a lot of racism. So it's, it's, much racism. It's rough. <laughs> it's very, it's, yeah. It's rough. The it's very pre 9/11. Yeah. Indian character's name was Push Pop. Yeah. Like that's it's horrible. Rough. It's, rough. it's absolutely Ooh. but hey, horrible. everyone loves ice cream. That's true. True. Ew, the way he eats ice cream is disturbing. Oh, it hurt your teeth. Oh, it hurt your my teeth. teeth. Would fall right Who off. Jake? Yeah, when he just yeah, eats, eats the ice, ice cream, cream. Yeah. But yeah, if you've only had those fiber cookies your whole life, <laughs> once you get ice cream in you, you'd be. You would hurt your teeth. I'd though. eat it like that too. You'd feel it. Yeah. Um, but one of my favorite things is um, so the neighbor dates these like broy. Just like officer, the worst dude, officer yeah, worst doofy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Good pull. <laughs> their favorite thing to do is to hit the arcade, which is like the funniest <laughs> yeah. thing. When they drop her off, let's hit the arcade. <laughs> they're like That's eighteen sick. years old. That is let's sick. hit the arcade. I back that, and then damn it, starts playing. Yep. Um, oh my! Oh, and when he calls her bitch. Oh, yeah, that's, that's so good. funny. My mom says, you're a whore. And she was like, I might not, I'm not a whore, but I'm definitely a bitch. He goes, he goes I don't know, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably the best line in the whole movie. I like when he's playing guitar, too. There are, there are moments that are yeah, cute. I like, I like the first, like, 20 minutes when it's yeah. him and her. Mm-hmm. The setup once is the he goes part. on the, like, Pee-wee's Big Adventure type thing. Definitely I'm, a Pee-wee's I'm, Big Adventure ripoff. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. They hit some of the same beats as Pee-wee's Big Adventure and just, like, fuck it up. But the setup is definitely the best part of this movie. It's mm-hmm. the most charming, the mm-hmm. most well-developed, the most well-written part of the movie, for sure. Mm-hmm. That's it. I, I mean, Beetlejuice <laughs> kills it, I guess. And also, there's certain <laughs> no, things he that, that he it. doesn't know about, but certain things he does know about. So, like... Wait, we're moving on from Beetlejuice? Yes. Okay. Well, yeah, can we move back to Beetlejuice yeah, for sorry, a second? Go, go, go. Yo, I've... I guess I would say I'm a Beetlejuice fan. <laughs> Yo, you are a Beetlejuice fan. <laughs> but, like... Yo, the I feel like I don't know if I remember listening to this or having hearing Howard like talk about it, but like having Beetlejuice act in anything is the most frustrating thing of all time. Yeah, because he doesn't like listen. You um, could even tell he's kind of not listening. Yeah. The shots they put him in, he's like, yeah, like those are, definitely not hitting his mark. Yeah. <laughs> those shots are like disturbing and he's definitely not in it for just like a he's in it for a while a lot (laughs) like not like a cameo he's like a character he has one or two lines too that don't really make sense yeah he probably just said in there like that's good enough dude we'll keep that there's a lot of like famous people in that yeah um but there's also a lot of people who don't have disabilities that are given disabilities surrounded by people there who are have people them. with so disabilities like, in it too. And what i'm saying like a yeah. mix of like both so it's like yeah. weird that they would like do that i just find it like inappropriate i mean it's all inappropriate yeah but uh, that whole thing just gives me the willies yeah the way they treat people like that in the movie it's like the way weird. Vern treats his freaks yeah is that what you're talking about ph freaks <laughs> there is like a weird mini me shout out too he like says, "Oh, Jake Gyllenhaal, Bubble Boy says, oh, you're Minnie.' Uh, and he's like, "Me, Minnie?" Yeah. Uh, like, oh, uh, the was, mom kicks him. 
And then coddles him at the end where he's like holding her boobs. Like that yeah. part was disturbing. Well, he, he, she, what does she think? He's just a baby. A baby. Yeah. <laughs> She's like lowers him with candy. Oh, uh, that's so fun. So Yo, sad. I do have a question about Slim, Danny Trejo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At one point, Jake Gyllenhaal asks him, he says like he doesn't know what it's like to be with a woman. And he asked Danny Trejo, like, you know, what was your first time like? And then Danny Trejo just talks about his motorbike. Does yeah. that is that implying that Danny Trejo just has sex with his motorcycle? <laughs> Maybe. I was real confused there. He's like, he's like, what was your first time with a girl? He's like, well, I had those 400 RPMs underneath me rattling. I was Dude, like, I'm the? not going to explain be, it. It might you, also bro. just be like an analogy. What is sex? I don't want to <laughs> explain that to you, bro. I, I think don't. he's referring to his penis. Yeah, I uh, think so, too. I think it's just an analogy. I don't know. I think he's got a motor, bro. Oh, he's got a motorized penis. <laughs> well, I'll remember that when we review him. <laughs> so I want to know, is this where the Flaming Lips got their idea to be in a bubble above people? Yes. Confirmed. <laughs> confirmed. Jordan confirmed it. Because yeah. he does that a lot. He's crowd surfs a lot in this bubble. Especially when he does the mud wrestling. Oh, yeah. If you guys... That was hot. If you guys <laughs> lived in a bubble... <laughs> What would you? Where would? What would you do? I mean, I feel like if I in his, his situation, he doesn't really have any options. Like he doesn't know what is out there. Yeah. Like from don't... birth, like or four years old, like he doesn't don't know what to do. Like he's also unaware if he is actually gonna have a problem if he gets out of the bubble. Like he doesn't know if he is gonna be sick or not if he leaves the bubble. True. True. Yeah. So it's like a lot of complex decision making for i guess i was just asking like (laughs) would you go roll down a big hill oh i see (laughs) so there's a lot of scenarios where like he rolls in mud he is in a burning building i mean i guess all you could really do is roll but like where would you roll (laughs) i feel like i would like not a great question i think i would hop in a pool and just like like, walk around around. yeah i think i would like go in the ocean i'd go down a waterfall I wouldn't go in the ocean because I wouldn't want. I would probably drift out to sea. Wouldn't be able to get back in. True. But if I was in like a pool just floating around, it'd be pretty. I nice. think I would maybe go to some sand dunes. Yeah. And Ooh, just like roll slide. around. Yeah, roll around that'd be down sick. there. Down yeah. there. I don't know where. Down there. <laughs> that'd be actually be pretty fun. Well, we've hit the point where I'm asking a dumb question. <laughs> so. Nice. Oh. Should we re- rate it? <laughs> uh, should we address the fact that of Pappy and Pippi? Oh, oh, dude. I, Poonani? Yeah, Poonani? <laughs> I love the joke where Pappy dies in the car, and then he gets in the plane, and it's Pippi, his brother, and then <laughs> Pippi dies. dies. And then they that, come back to life at the end Oh, with that Poonani. made me laugh so hard. I loved it. Possibly I mean, one of the best parts. So hard. Probably one of the best parts of the movies is Pippi and Pappy. Yo, and Pippi dies. <laughs> so hard. <laughs> Yo, they never show them dying though. They, they just like he well, just doesn't comatose. Well, both vehicles start to backfire, yeah. and you know they're dead. It's so funny. <laughs> I don't know why I think that's so funny. I also love that someone calls people dying <laughs> is funny. I also love that someone calls them their Ziploc friend. Yeah. That was, uh, yeah. that was a that's, pretty, that's that was a push pop. pop. <laughs> and um, the the mean boyfriend says, "Do you even have sperm?" Yeah. Like, <laughs> what a, a good, weird. That's a good burn. That's a, good burn. It is a, good a burn. weird burn. I mean, uh, does he? I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't have immunities. So. And, <laughs> doesn't um, have immunities. We also get to see his underwear, which was disturbing. 
It was like those tidy whitey tidies with the little animals on yeah, it. It's all right. <laughs> Jordan was into it. <laughs> Jordan was into it. And that's all I gotta say. Cool. Yeah, I have a lot more notes, but I, I, can't I, can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't go back into this. Movie. Can I read your notes? See what's worthy. You guys can talk about something else. Um, does this get the Film Friends stamp of approval? No. No. Bailey, what do you think? Um, There's too many anti-Semitic no. jokes made in this movie. We did go over him saying "bitch," lol. Yeah, we did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. I think we, we hit a lot of we it. We didn't right? hit the fact that at the end, his mom and his dad both ride off well, a What are you laughing at, Bailey? Does Slim have sex with his bike? <laughs> you already brought that up. Too. I know, but just seeing it written down is funny. Uh, Pledge of Allegiance boner. Yeah. You want to talk about that? I guess so, yeah. That so, part's fucked up. It is weird to... Uh, Bubble Boy gets an erection for the first time. <laughs> and he smacks it with something. Smacks it with like a Nerf ball bat. Um, yeah. yeah. But then his mom comes right in and sees it and tells him to uh, to Sing. say the Pledge of yeah. Allegiance to make it go away. And so that's but like a reoccurring like, joke that gets real old. <laughs> and the mom's just staring at it. It's weird. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not, I don't want to digress into that too much yeah. it freaks me out um there's a lot of moments in here i don't want to digress do you think on. the boner was actually his uh let's dive into that question a little <laughs> what i don't understand the question first of all like the boner that they showed in the movie was actually his penis oh yeah he does his own he does his, his own, own stuff yeah. i see what you're saying i would do my own stunts if i was in a bubble well, this Even is not other than the Venus thing. But like going, falling down the stairs or something. Like, Oh, yeah. Why yeah. not? You're safe. Yeah. I also like that. I don't like that he was playing guitar at the beginning. Then it just gets dropped. No, well, he teach. That's his in with her. He teaches her how to play guitar. I know. But then he doesn't. It's never done again. Well, <laughs> it's funny when he asks the boyfriend, like, oh, are you in a band? And he's like, well, I'm a rocker or yeah. something like yeah. that. <laughs> the boyfriend funny. should have been Sean William Scott. Ooh. He might as well have been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this movie costs 13 mil to make, grossed 5 million. Mm. Some might call that an office box office flop. Yep. But I do remember this movie, like, for some reason, being pretty popular. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it was. Because it was zany. It, like, DVDs or something. I don't know. Oh, zany is the word I've been looking for. Yeah. It's a little zany. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it might have also like when Jake Gyllenhaal got more popular, people probably like revisited it. Right. You know what well, I mean? Well, like, I mean, it is. This came out around Donnie Darko, which definitely yeah. put him on the map. Yeah. Um, well, well, did it, I feel like that's like a cult movie almost. Donnie Darko. Yeah, I feel like when it, I feel like it wasn't huge when it Donnie came Darko? out. I feel like it was big in my friend group. Yeah, so yeah. Like yeah. It was I feel big like it was like yeah. yeah. We watched it definitely when it came out around yeah. that time. Still don't get it, but that's cool. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> love it um so what would you guys initially rate it now that we uh we hashed it out what do you rate it oh i closed my book because i didn't even want to address it anymore um, um well bailey always goes first solid uh solid um uh, i don't fucking know uh 3.8 hmm. hmm. there's some enjoyable parts i don't know it's not like one of the worst movies we've reviewed <clears throat> i gave it 2.2 and two of those points are for beetlejuice fair yeah. I gave it a 2.1. I'm going to keep it there. Uh, what are the points for? 
uh, for the bitch line. I loved that. And just for Bubble Guinea. Yeah. <laughs> Bubble Guinea in the fish costume. Yeah. Bubble yeah. Guinea's great. To be fair, this wasn't his worst rated movie. That's and it's true. not even like... His worst rated movie. I have it written down. It is um, Accidental Love at 9%. That mm. came out in 2015. And like the, uh, the meta score is 41. Like it's... It, what LA Weekly gave it an 80. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus so, like, Christ. maybe that might just be part of, like, the era. Yeah. And then yeah. now, yeah. looking back true, on it, true. it's, like, whoa. Problematic. Oh, it's yeah. very time-stamped. Yeah. So. Very time-stamped. You definitely have to take this with a grain of salt. I think this is one of those, if I had seen it when I was younger, and then. Oh, you didn't see it? No, this I was the first uh, time viewing it. Hmm. Okay. Mm. So, I think I would feel differently if I had seen it when yeah. I was younger. True. I was shocked to see Zach Galifianakis in this. Yeah. Me too. What was, I mean, we could save it for the Zach Galifianakis episode. Never mind. <laughs> what right. is his, what is his debut? Al Cold or something? Like, what was he know. in? I don't know. We'll, we'll save it. He'd be a good one to do. Yeah. Um, but that's off air talk, right? Um, <laughs> <cool>. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so, save it for the off air. So, um, yeah, we should, we should get the haters to suggest someone to review. They have. We can go back and find them. But we should put it out there. Yeah, yeah that would be put cool. Put it out. Let's do that. We'll do that next. So pay attention to uh, Twitter. We'll do it on yeah. Twitter. Um, and if you're feeling frisky, suggest someone for us to review. I think that would be fun. We could actually do it on both. We could I do hope everyone's feeling frisky. Yeah, I hope, I hope our haters too. are feeling frisky. I'd like to think our, our little FFers out there <laughs> feeling Ooh, frisky. What we could do is we could have them suggest people, and if we have someone that suggested multiple times we can vote on who it should be mm. okay we'll figure out we'll figure it yeah, out we'll, we'll do figure it. it out um but yeah we'll put it out there because uh, there has to be someone we're missing right <laughs> yeah all right we'll we'll cool. send it out cool it'll be cool um so overall how are we how are we feeling about jg love, love him forever love AAF. Him. yeah i can't wait to uh Watch Velvet Buzzsaw. Might even do it today. Yeah. Not watch the Super Bowl. Watch that. Yeah. Because who cares about it? If the Eagles aren't playing the Super yeah. Bowl, like, I'm yeah, it doesn't even happen. And Patriots, whatever. Yeah. Fuck them. Um, cool. Tom Brady kisses his kid, so. That is very true. With tongue. Uh. <laughs> that's what I heard. I don't know. Yeah, that's I what I heard, I don't know. I too. can't confirm or deny. Yeah. Um, cool. So, anything else, guys? I think feel good you know we're a little rusty but i think we shook off the rust and i'm feeling pretty good about this one Me yeah too. yeah pretty cool. solid rust has been sh- shook, shook. Yeah. <laughs> well hey uh for all the listeners out there that bought a t-shirt thank you very much yes um, thank you we'll uh, start to get those out this week so again, there's still a few i bought extras yeah we still have so few there's left. still a few yeah, left yeah. if people want to um order them i think in all sizes? All sizes. We, oh, cool, cool. Okay, so... That old... What sizes? What through what? S through XL. Ooh, I don't think nice. there's any more 2Xs or cool. anything. Okay, so yeah, there's some left if you're, if you're, uh, if you're still interested, but thanks to those who bought it. Um, mm-hmm. We'll get you that T-shirt and uh, DVD or Blu-ray. Ooh. Um, I, d- I know looking at my pile, I have... Uh, a I have single a, Blu-ray. I have a single Blu-ray over there. Um, but uh, yeah... And as always, thanks for listening. We have a fun, exciting episode coming up next. I will say that the Ooh, DVDs <laughs> aren't like ones we endorse. Uh. I would say. Or are you? 
when they get a DVD, I don't want someone to be like, oh, well, oh, you love that they movie? like that movie. Uh, ooh, should we establish what? Okay. <laughs> you know? So I, I, I don't want to get a bad rep. Yeah, that's true. The Blu-ray that I'm sending out, I can't stand the movie. So <laughs> good luck to whoever gets that. Okay. Um, but uh, my little pile, I tried to make everyone re- related to the podcast somehow, yeah. except for that one. I'll find a way yeah. to, to I'll, do it. I'll try to do the same. But yeah, I agree with Bailey. These yeah. aren't movies that... I, we we suggest you to watch. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, here you go. It's a little something. It's a little funny, haha. Yeah. Um, funny, haha. But uh, yeah, as always, right. thanks for listening. Hit us up, Twitter, Instagram, email, and Bailey's cell phone number. Yep. We love you, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Michael Shane.